Welcome back, everybody, to Tailgates and Turnovers, the official Film Creek College football podcast. Joining you today is your typical host, Tyler. And with me tonight is our resident Bayou Bengal. Gray, what's going on, brother? What's going on, man? Got an exciting week coming up. I'm ready. Absolutely. Ready for it. It's going to be a fun one, man. We got a lot of really good games to talk about here. But before we get into that, I think we need to talk about the elephant in the room here. Uh, The college football playoff rankings got released this week. And uh, we talked about it a little bit, Birdsong and I did, just kind of going through the games and talking about where some of these teams were. But I just kind of wanted to hone in on the top 10 here. So in order, we've got Tennessee, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Michigan, Alabama, TCU, Oregon, USC, and LSU. So that's an interesting top 10. Um, You know, I think we have quite a few that we were expecting to be in there. Like that top five, I think, top five, top six, everybody assumed was going to be in there in some order. Um, The last four, though, you had some some (laughs) surprise jumps in there. So uh, any any of these sticking out the most to you besides what I think is going to be the obvious answer for you? Yeah, I mean, LSU, obviously, like, I was not expecting to be number 10. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it, the whole thing is just a ploy for this game, you know, for the Alabama game, like, to get them as high as they can be for both of them. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, like, it, they do this all the time with, you know, big games. Like, if a big game is about to happen, they'll they'll bump them up a little bit, you know, the uh, either team, just to make the matchup a little bit sweeter. Um, you know, now that now we've got a – Top ten matchup, you know, against Bama. So, um, ten is high. Like I, oh yeah, no, it, it, we do not deserve ten. I'm, I'll be the first to admit that. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it's it's all it's, it's all crazy, a ploy though. to get to get eyes on the screens. But yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of crazy though, because if you look at some of the teams who are slotted in like right behind you guys, yeah, we've got Ole Miss. And then UCLA and Kansas State and Utah, those are 11 through 14 there. Yeah. Those are yeah. all teams that LSU can beat, like just being yeah. realistic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and even, you know, a, a couple teams ahead of us, you know, uh, I, I, I could take us in USC or Oregon, you know, for that matter. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like uh, my first question whenever uh, I saw we were ranked 10 was where's Ole Miss, you know, just because they mm-hmm. have a better record, but we just beat them. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it's fine that they're slotted right behind us. Uh, and a Tulane coming in at 19, I was kind of excited to see that, um, yeah. I'm being honest. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I, it's fine. It, it's going to reset, you know, after next week. Uh, and then, you, you know, by, that, by either, the end of the season. Yeah. Either LSU or Bama are going to be out of the top 10 after this week. Oh, so. oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm excited for the matchup and you know the way they're doing this. Like I remember the very first college football playoff rankings. Um, it was going into us playing Alabama, and uh, I think it was the year we had Leonard Fournette, and uh, we were ranked two to start that the college football playoff, and they were ranked they were ranked three or something. Um, and even then, I remember thinking, you know, damn, that's too high. But then I realized that we were playing Alabama, so um, they kind of do this a lot. Uh, you know, just with rankings and matchups to sweeten the pot for um, viewers. Yeah. I mean, and it's one of those things, like you said, they, there is something that's going into having them high just so that you can have that top 10 matchup. But 
I mean, at the same time, like they've looked good and they just beat a really good Ole Miss team this past week. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like with Oregon, like Oregon, I think was the other one that jumped out to me as a surprise yeah. because, you know, obviously they've bounced back very well after that week one loss, but that was bad. <laughs> that was a bad week <laughs> one loss. Like, yeah, was... it was. And, you know, I mean, it, it is like hard to argue just because you know there's a tier system obviously so like you have you know the top four and like georgia like the top four is just or even like the top three like you know tennessee ohio state uh georgia are just on a different level than everyone else you know so like you can't really fault them for that there's there's they're probably in the second tier um which they can you know play and play competitively anyone in that second tier right yeah i I definitely think that's the case there and with the Pac-12 schools, it's tough because, you know, it's a pretty – it's typically a pretty top-heavy conference. And, you know, some of those mid-tier teams have been surprisingly competitive this year. But, you know, then you've got, like, your Stanfords and your Colorados and everything like that. And it just kind of – it makes it tough. But, I mean, you get, you get that with every conference. So Right. Um, right. Like, TCU, they're undefeated and they're a power five – like, they're a power five undefeated with a couple of good conference wins. Like, <clears throat> especially this past week, like – yeah. Good God. That was yeah. could not have been more wrong about that. And obviously, you know, in our, our little pick'em league that we have, I went twelve and three, but that one stood out. That was one that like I had yeah. I locked that one. Like that was my lock for the week and oh, shit. <laughs> that that busted pretty much after two drives. But Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a tough game. Yeah, it was. But like the rest of this top twenty five, like there's not really any teams I'm seeing in here that I, I don't think belong. And we could argue about who deserves to be in this top spot, but at the end of the day, the top four with, you know, I think Michigan is definitely in that tier two, um, like the high end of tier two. Like it's going to depend on what they do against Ohio state, obviously, but right. I I think this is a legit Michigan team, unfortunately. So we're going to have to see how this shakes out, but we're definitely going to see some shakeups in the top 10 for sure. After this weekend, which is really Mm -hmm. exciting. Uh, any schools, any other of those schools really stick out, whether it's their placement or um, just being there? Uh, no. Um, I mean, I think Alabama is a little high just because, you know, it's kind of a somewhat down year. But, um, yeah. <clears throat> you know, uh, there's they they're a lot of games. Should they they're be behind like, TCU? I, I don't know. But you see, because like – Head to head, I think Alabama's winning that. Like, and that's the thing too. Whenever we talk about whether a team is too high or too low, you have to ask yourself, like, what team do you have beating them head to head? Right, right. Yeah, gonna, I mean, it's a proven like thing I, with Alabama. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, they they have benefit of the doubt until otherwise. So, yeah, that's just how the committee sees them. And I mean, they're not wrong in seeing them that way. Yeah, and Alabama. I mean, they've. You know, there was the one year where they didn't even make the SEC championship game. They got into the playoff. A lot of people, myself included, thought that they didn't deserve to be there. But then they they won the whole fucking thing. So, yeah. yeah. If you can get hot and stay hot at the right time, I mean, that's kind of what's important there. Uh But really nice top 10 matchup here. So I'm going to see a lot of movement this week. So let's just jump right into some of these games here. Uh, We're going to just kind of go in chronological order here with some of the bigger games. And we're going to start at noon. We're going to start with Texas Tech going to TCU, who are eight and a half point favorites at home uh, against the uh, the Red Raiders here. Um, 
team total line at 69, so they're definitely anticipating this to be a high-scoring game. Uh, Texas Tech, um, they've they've got two ranked wins already this season, and they're seeking their third. It's it's a weird team this year. Like they're they're losing games that they probably shouldn't, but then they're beating teams that you wouldn't expect them to. So I'm wondering if this eight and a half is a rat line, but you've got to think TCU should be able to handle this. Yeah. Um, and you know, Texas tech is one of those teams that, uh, is an upset killer, you know, for the most part, they, mm-hmm. it seems like every year they, you know, they beat Texas when they're, when they shouldn't, um, yeah. you know, so it, it's always tough to, um, pick against them, you know, in a top 10 game, right? just because, especially against the spread, you know, just because of how well they do, uh, they typically show up. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it it's a it's a tough matchup uh, to pick for pick them, you know. Um, but I, I think you know I haven't really watched any Texas Tech games this year besides um, you know a little bit of that Texas game. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I'm just not too familiar with them. But uh, any year, I'm I'm not up surprised if they upset a top ten team. Yeah, they're a team that they can they can pull off an upset or they can just get the brakes blown off of them. It really depends yeah. on which team shows up. They're very bipolar this year. But I mean on the flip side of the ball, TCU's got some absolute studs playing for them. They've got Max Duggan and Kendra Miller just running all over the place. Duggan has been playing very well through the air. Texas Tech not exactly known for their defense, so they've got a chance to really. I mean, this is going to be a Big Twelve game, like that. That sixty nine yeah. point yeah. team total that's hitting the over. All about that, yeah. Um, so, I mean, if we had to pick against the spread here, I would take TCU. Honestly, I just think with the way that they're going to roll, they're going to be able to put up more points than Texas Tech is going to be able to keep up with. Yeah, I'll probably agree with you there. Um, I'm not too familiar on uh, Tech's offense, but I, I, I trust. TCU's deep offense to, you know, get the job done. Um, yeah, I mean, because Tech's continued the air raid that, you know, they've had for forever. So, I mean, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. Going to be a shootout. Yeah, right. Right. They're going to put up points. Um, mm-hmm. Just a matter of if they can keep up with the points. Right. Yeah. And I, I've just got more faith in TCU's defense getting a stop than I do Tech's. Yeah. That's, that's definitely fair. Um, TCU, you know, is deservably in the top 10. Um, so yeah, uh, I think I I think I'll agree with you. I'll go TCU. I think the funny thing. So this is a trophy game. This is a rivalry game here, and they play for the saddle trophy, which is just a saddle. Like yeah, I, I didn't know that. That's <laughs> pretty. That's pretty funny. I mean, there's that I seems pretty on brand the, for Texas. Yeah, yeah, I love some of the um, you know Big Ten and Big Twelve trophies, like you know that bizarre trophies that they have. So yeah, um, yeah it, it's pretty. It's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, looking at this thing, there's a link, and it's literally. It's just a saddle, like it's just yeah. a saddle setup. That's, that's, yeah, college football trophies are awesome. This is I know. a perfect it, example it, of that. So, looking ahead, so on TCU, the rest of their games they've got at Texas, at Baylor, and then home against Iowa State. You think they're winning all three of those? Baylor and Texas uh, are the two I'm I'm if the most iffy about. I think they'll be able to handle Iowa State, but um. You know, Texas uh, can beat anyone, uh, as they've shown against, you know, Bama. I almost beat them. Um, so I, that's going to be a toss-up for me for Texas. Um, Baylor, I think they'll they'll have a better shot against Baylor. But uh, still, I mean, with Dave Aranda there, um, 
I'm sure he's already scheduled or eyeing that game, thinking about matchups. Um, oh, absolutely. I would agree with you. I think Texas is probably the toughest matchup, especially since it's going to be at Austin. Like, that's just – yeah. I mean, Texas is not a bad football team. We've seen – I mean, like you said, they went down to the wire with Bama with a backup quarterback. Like, mm-hmm. they they can ball if they can show up. So, I think that's probably going to be the game we got to keep our eye on the closest because I yeah. honestly – I will have to, you know, get there when we get there next week. But I might take Texas in that game, honestly. Yeah, yeah. So. And, I mean – you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens if uh, TCU runs the table and some other things shake out, but we can discuss that later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, just circling back to just some down with the picknesses picks here. Uh, Spome is double dipping on this one. He's taking TCU minus eight and a half and the over on uh, 69 total points there. So uh, nice. And then EOS is taking tech and the points. So he, he thinks he's on, he's on your side there. He's, he thinks they're going to keep it a little closer than that. So um, yeah. don't really have a whole lot of agreement on this one. So it's going to be fun to see where this kind of ends up. But it should be a really fun game to watch, especially if you're into that high scoring stuff. So for your noon slate, I mean, that might be, <laughs> that, might be <laughs> that might be your best option this week. Yeah, yeah. Got some other tough ones coming up. So yeah, some of some of these other ones here. So let's just uh, quickly hit these. Uh, first up, we've got Iowa Purdue. Um, that's that's a sicko game there. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Purdue Purdue can be an exciting offense. Iowa definitely cannot. That's uh, <laughs> I I don't even like. We've gone on and on about Iowa as the season's gone on. It's just embarrassing to watch a team with this good of a defense struggle on offense like that yeah yeah it's it's truly fascinating yeah how bad of it in offense they have compared to their defense it's crazy just absolutely stunning but purdue i mean they've they've got a good quarterback but they've had they lost a couple of really key pieces to the nfl draft last year and just figuring out how to be able to fix that like they actually got wide receiver transfer from iowa which you know i can't blame him you're going from Spencer Petras, Aiden O'Connell, I would probably transfer there as well. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, for down with the picnics here, Simi and EOS have these as their money line favorite at minus one seventy five. I like those odds. I think I think Purdue's going to pull it out here. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm on the fence, so I guess I'll, I'm going to agree though, um, <laughs> just because like you have to be able to put up points to win the game. Like, yeah. They ha- and they just haven't consistently done that to the point where I would trust them to do it. No. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got number 17, Carolina Tar Heels, going to UVA out in Charlottesville. Uh, seven and a half point favorites, which to me feels incredibly low. Like with uh, obviously Carolina's defense, it's kind of bizarro Iowa. Like they have an incredible yeah. offense with Drake May at the helm, who is. Uh-huh. That dude is insane, but yeah, he has great receiver. I mean, that offense is just a dream to watch. The defense is uh, a nightmare. So, like this this game, I I just don't think Virginia is good enough to really capitalize on it. Honestly, like I think they're going to be able to score some points here, but seven and a half just feels real low to me. I feel like this is a double digit win for the for the Tar Heels, so which is why I'm taking them against the spread with with pretty good confidence on that. I would agree with you there. Um, I, I think, you know, they'll, they'll 
UVA will be able to keep it close, you know, in the first half. But I, I think UNC is just too strong on offense. They're going to pull away. Um, yeah. You know, and that might not be getting with getting stops on defense, but still, like, they're not going to be able to keep up with what UNC is going to be able to do against them. Yeah, and, you know, for Virginia, Brennan Armstrong just has not performed to what people were thinking that he might, and maybe that's because of the talent around him. It's a really bad roster talent-wise. Tony Elliott's got a lot of work to do there. So as bad as the UNC defense is, they have shut down teams that are, like, really bad. So this might be, yeah. this might be their chance to really, you know, clamp down. So um, not – I'll be I'll be checking in on this game just to see how the spread's looking, but this is not going to be one that I'm going to be uh, tuning in to watch extended drives of. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you there. Yeah. Um, next up, we've got another battle of disappointment here. Florida heading out to College Station to take on the Aggies. Um, A and M. I mean, we've ta- again. This is another one we talked about them all season. Just haven't gotten the quarterback position right, and it's cost them dearly. Wegman looked decent last week. Yeah, remains to be seen if he can be a long term answer. But I mean, he's looked more promising than anyone than Haynes King for sure. Yeah, and you know, Max wasn't playing horribly while he was there. Uh, it's just a shame that he got hurt. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's tough because you know you don't you don't get a very big sample size with that. Right, right, right. So, um, and you know, I think it's starting to come into question just Jimbo's system. Um, I mean, his, his schemes. Yeah, it just um, doesn't seem good. <laughs> like, no, I, don't I mean, you know, like it. It's hard because his biggest success came with you know Jameis. So uh, it's been over ten it, years since that. Like, it's yeah, been almost yeah, ten years yeah. since that. Like that. It reminds me. It reminds me of like Phil Jackson going to the Knicks to implement the triangle offense. You know, whenever he had Kobe and Jordan to do it with. Yeah. Um, it's like, wait so, a minute, why is this not working? Yeah, 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 exactly. So, um, uh, yeah, uh, this game's – what's the line on this? Uh, A&M is the favorite, and Bennett's actually taking them for his money line favorite. It's a uh, minus 170 payout for that one. So that – I mean, I just don't have a good read on Florida either, honestly. Like, I think that's just a really tough one to try to figure out here. Because yeah. they've shown that they can play very well in certain situations, but most of the time they have just been struggling. And the yeah. line the line for this one is the Ags by three and a half. So I mean, this is basically a pick 'em at this point in terms of who yeah. who Vegas thinks is actually going to win this one. I just I'm inclined I, to take A and M because of the home field. Yeah, I think I think I'm going Florida personally. Um, uh, this is just, I think Florida's in a better place long-term than A&M is right now. Yes, I would agree with that. Um, and I mean, you know, Richardson's going to be available, right? I believe so. I haven't seen anything yeah. that indicates he might be out, but for okay, this game okay, at least. Yeah. I, w- I wasn't sure if he got uh, banged up or not um, recently, but yeah, I mean, it, if he's playing, I think I'm going to take Florida. Um because he, he can show up if he needs to. It just depends on what kind of day he's having, you know? He's right. He's like Bo Nix. So, um, That's so yeah, I mean, he, he, they, they almost came back against us, you know, bombs that uh, kind of scared us for a little bit. But it, I think I'm going Florida. I just think they, they can put up points if they have to, and I don't really trust A&M to be able to put up points. Yeah, I could see that. Like, it, I'm taking A&M – 
but this is not one that I'm doing with any amount of confidence. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of those like, yeah, I guess A&M can win this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. It, it's just where they're where they're at right now this year. Yeah, exactly. Just big time disappointment for both programs, I think. Yeah. Maybe less so for Florida because they did have a new head coach coming in, but A&M right, for right. sure, like they had they had potential playoff aspirations this year and that's just completely yeah. out the window. I would say Florida had the same aspirations after week one, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's getting your hopes up for sure. That's, uh, that's yeah, what week one's yeah. all about is those overreactions. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, last big noon game of any kind of note, we've got Maryland at Wisconsin. Nice little big 10 battle here. Um, I don't really have a good read on this game. It's Wisconsin. They obviously started off very poorly on offense, especially, but um you know, Maryland just – they can get some talent every once in a while, but I think this might be a strength-on-strength strength thing where Wisconsin, they always have a good defense. Like, they've been able to stop teams who have this kind of – who have the kind of offensive weapons that they do. But, yeah, like, I I don't know. It's been Tag a very – Talk about Lois still at Maryland, right? Yes, Talia is. Yeah, yeah, yeah Talia, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, that – for me, like I remember seeing, like I thought I remembered, you know, seeing him go off a couple weekends ago. Uh, yeah, he. I mean, he plays well. Like he is still a good quarterback. Yeah, but it's, um, yeah, it's, it, just, it's just it, Wisconsin's defense is pretty well played, pretty well this so far. Yeah, they have. I mean, they've been able to, for the most part, stop stop teams from scoring. Like um, Purdue, they did let Michigan State score thirty four on them. Um, that was in overtime, and then. Ohio State, obviously, you know, that's going to yeah. be an Ohio State thing. And that was before Chris got fired. So okay. uh, they bounced back last week. They beat Purdue 35 to 24. So, I mean, this Big Ten West is just kind of a mess, honestly. Yeah. It yeah. really is. Like after Illinois, who, you know, if you would have pegged Illinois to win the Big Ten West, then need to know, need to know the lottery numbers from you next year. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean – I think Maryland's got a pretty decent shot of coming in and winning winning this game. Uh, mm-hmm. I just I don't know if they're going to be able to. Yeah, I mean it's very fair criticism. Uh, just you know, especially with Wisconsin being at home. Um, I think I think I'm going to go with quarterback play on Maryland's side. Um, I think they'll be able to get it done. Yeah, that, that's a completely fair play here, and they are like they definitely have the advantage at quarterback. Although, yeah. you know, Mertz has seemed like he's taken a step forward ever since, you know, ever since they got rid of Paul Chris, which he's a quarterback's coach, which is just bizarre to me. Um, it's four and a half point spread. That's, I mean, again, that's, they're really giving the Badgers a point and a half here. So yeah. I, I'm probably going to take the Badgers, honestly. Like I think, okay. a home, I think a home game, I think they're going to be able to build off of beating Purdue Maryland, I mean, Talia is good. It's just that, like, the defense, I think they're going to have a little more trouble. And Wisconsin's defense is going to be a little better, a little bit better at slowing Talia down than, you know, than the the other way around there. Absolutely. Those are fair points. Um, Yeah. yeah. But yeah, don't need to go into too much detail about that one because not a whole lot of people are going to watch that. Let's be real. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, afternoon games. Here we go. Good after, slate. Yeah, afternoon games. It picks up a little bit, I would say. <laughs> so first yeah. we've got Oklahoma State at Kansas, which is a pick 'em, which nuts. Uh, yeah. I don't think anybody would have expected that a year ago. 
Points total of 63. This one's going to be on at 3.30 on FS1, 3.30 Eastern, so it'll be 2.30 your time, Gray. Um, Jalen Daniels might be back for the Jayhawks, which is huge. Yeah, I mean, I, like that—that's a big deal. If he—if he's back, you know, that changes the outlook. That's probably why it's a pick him, you know. Yeah. Just in case he is coming back. Yeah, if he's if he's back, this <laughs> totally changes yeah. how this game could go. And honestly, like it's completely fair to be a little bit down on Oklahoma State after what just happened last week. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that was a rough showing from yeah. Oklahoma State, who everyone thought you know was going to go on to play. The, they seem like the. They seem like the favorite to win the Big Twelve. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so it, it it's going to be tough. Uh, I think I think I'm taking Kansas here. If Jalen Daniels is back, if Jalen yeah. Daniels is back, I'm taking Kansas. Um, if not, then it, I'm a little more hesitant. I'm probably going to go with Oklahoma State. Yeah, I think I am actually going to go with Oklahoma State. It's just for me, I think it's possible that even if Dale, Daniels is back, he might not be a hundred percent. And he yeah. just could have a little bit of rust that he's got to shake off. And I, obviously, really tough to trust Oklahoma State after last week. But I, I think they have a pretty good opportunity to bounce back here against a quarterback that might just have a little bit of rust going on. So I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I do think Oklahoma State will be able to pull this one out. Yeah. You think it's going to go over or under 63? Uh, I mean, shit. 63 is only, like, what, 32, 31? So I think it's going to go over. I Big Twelve. I just kind of tend yeah. to assume over. <laughs> yeah, especially you know if it's in that sixty range. If it's in that seventy to eighty range, then it's yeah. questionable. Yeah, that, that's when you, the high sixties, low seventies. Yeah. That's when you start to be like, ah, I don't know about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, next up, we've got Michigan State heading out to Urbana-Champaign to take on the number seventeen Fighting Illini of Illinois. Having a great season, honestly. Their only slip-up was a, uh, a missed call by the refs against the Indiana Hoosiers. And that one, like you could pr- pretty clearly tell that that ball was did not go in for a field goal for the Hoosiers there. So they they definitely should be undefeated at this point. But, yeah, man, just a good season. And in another case of disappointment, Michigan State just has not been good. They've come – they came off of a pretty poor showing – against Michigan and just have not, they just haven't been able to put anything together. Like that's, that's the long and short of it. Like they have not been able to do a whole lot. They beat Wisconsin the week before in overtime, like we talked about, but Mm -hmm. like that, and that's probably their signature win. I would say Um, their only other wins so far have been against Western Michigan and Akron. Like they've, they've lost against every other team with a pulse that they've played. So like, it's hard. Like I, I'm taking Illinois pretty comfortably on this one, uh, even with a 17 point spread. That's a lot for what should be a pretty low scoring game. I mean, the the point total is only at 40 and a half. So yeah, that's tough. I, 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 I think I, I think I gotta agree with you, and, and you know, take the points and go with Illinois here. <laughs> they're just they're they're eyeing that championship game. You know, yeah. they they they're, they're I'm not saying they're looking ahead, but um, you know they're they're playing for it. They're yeah. they're going to be there for sure. And Michigan State, like I'm I'm hesitant to take Illinois with 17. Like 17 is just a lot of points for the Big Ten. Like that's my only hesitation with that. But yeah, if their defense can if their defense can shut down Michigan State's offense, then they can ground the ball out with Chase Brown. Like Chase Brown is an incredible running back. He's 
able to pound this ball out and they can run the clock out on them. So I, yeah. I, I think I'm going to take Illinois in the points as well. I think it's going to be that one's going to be interesting to watch to see how Illinois approaches that game. Don't think it's going to end up being a close ball game by any means, but could be interesting. Yeah, so. I agree. Next up, we've got the number twenty Syracuse Orange heading to Pittsburgh to take on the Panthers, who are four point favorites. Uh, this one's going to be at three thirty on ACC Network. Rough showing for Syracuse last week, and I can't say I'm too upset about it, but um, did not look great. Yeah. Uh, they got worked by Notre Dame up front. Like, that's really the long and short of it. Like, Notre Dame was able to come in and they were able to just ground, the, just grind the ball out. Started off with a pick six, which is pretty much the last way you want to start. Very first play. Like, that just bad way to start. And it put them in a hole that they weren't ever really able to get out of. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was nice to see Notre Dame get that win. Um, I agree. <laughs> uh, just because, you know, like it, it has been a hard season for y'all. So uh, I am glad that, you know, uh, Freeman was able to get some, you know, somewhat manageable win for this season. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's still Pittsburgh, you know. Um, Pittsburgh's this also all... been bad. Like, that's the thing. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like I, I think I'm gonna go, you know, Syracuse and um, straight up. I think I'm gonna pick them straight up. Okay, yeah, I, uh, I I like Syracuse in this one as well. I think uh, I think having them beat dogs in this game is a little premature. Um, obviously, it depends on if if they've got everybody healthy and everything like that. Like that's always gonna be the factor there. But uh, looking ahead at Syracuse, I mean, do you think they're just done or you think they still got some juice left in them because the rest of their schedule after playing Pitt, it's not great. They've got a pretty scrappy Florida state team and then wake forest before they finish off with Boston college, who just an absolute tire fire this year. Um, But those are two tough games for them. So, I mean, it's, they play in the opposite division of Clemson, correct? Uh, I believe no. They play in the same division. They're second. They're okay. second to Clemson in this division. So, okay. Syracuse and NC State and Wake Forest are all in Clemson's division. So, damn. That is, uh, <laughs> if you're looking at who's gonna come to the ACC championship game, don't think it's gonna be either any of them. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a tough draw for uh, uh-huh. for divisions there. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Like, I I, I think they'll finish the season ranked. Yeah. Um, not maybe just the regular season, you know, I, I'm not talking about bowl season, but, right, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I trust them to pick up one of those games, maybe not both, but you know, one of them, I, I think they'll, they'll keep them ranked. Yeah. They're at home against Florida state. So I'm, I'm inclined to think they're going to take that one. Syracuse is going to be a tough draw for them though. Uh, or not Syracuse. Wake Forest is going to be a tough draw for uh, Syracuse. So that one's going to yeah. be a little tougher for them. I think they could finish three and one this season for the rest of the year out, though. So I mean, that would put them, that put them at nine and three, like that. Yeah. that's an incredible season for Syracuse. I know, I know, and, and uh, you know, especially just uh, considering how good the or how much better the ACC is this year than it has been. Yeah, um, you know, like it, it's not a, out of the realm of possibility to say that this could have happened you know, like five years ago or four years ago. Uh, but now that, you know, you've got Florida State, Wake Forest, North Carolina State, uh, 
Clemson is a little bit down, but you know they're still undefeated. Um, That's the crazy thing about Clemson. They're like everybody can tell that they are a vulnerable team, but they have just been able to win these ball games. Like they're they're probably going to make the playoff despite being yeah. a pretty vulnerable team this year, which is just nuts. Yeah. The rest of the ACC has just kind of cannibalized itself. I know it, it's crazy just because you know they're they're not all that separated from each other, even Clemson. Right. Yeah. I mean, Syracuse, they, they had Clemson on the ropes for a while there. Yeah. Um, Dino Baber's clock management was just absolutely awful though. And it kind of fucked them there. But um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think Syracuse is still in a pretty good spot. Honestly, I think it's a little early to say that they're, they're done. Uh, yeah. Pitt, Pittsburgh on the other hand, um, not great. They are, uh, they're one and three in conference play. They're 500 overall. Like they have just been, they're bad. Like the yep. coastal was the one division where you could see like two teams potentially making it, you know, uh-huh. and between Carolina, Pitt, maybe Miami, if you were really thinking that they were a dark horse this year. But, you know, Duke's in second place in that division right now. <laughs> yeah. It, but, and, you know, it, it's crazy just because Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh took Tennessee to overtime, you know, yeah. something that even LSU was not able to do. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it it's just weird. It's a weird year for them. Because, um, you know, obviously that's obviously got to be their best showing of the year. Um, I would say so, yeah. So, um, and I remember that wild game to open the season in week zero that they had with, uh, was the it West, West Virginia? Virginia? Yeah, the backyard yeah, ball. Yeah, 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 that was a good game. But, that uh, was a really good game. But, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's – it's a tough year for Pittsburgh for sure, just because they have, you know, a lot of hopeful highs that didn't end up coming out. Yeah. I mean, they, they just have not been able to play up to what I think their potential is. And these games that they've lost, like they lost to Louisville who, you know, they should have probably beaten Louisville. Louisville's been able to kind of turn it around a little bit, but I mean, that should have been a game Pittsburgh won. That should have been a W if you're looking at their schedule going into the season. Carolina, yeah. that's a tough one. I mean, that, I think everybody knew Carolina was going to be one of the tougher matchups on their schedule. So can't really yeah, blame yeah. them for dropping that one. But it's just – they are just not playing up to what they should be. Yeah. I'd you got to wonder if that's coaching. Yeah. I, I'm not sure because um, I'm just not too familiar with them. But, yeah. Uh, Narduzzi, a lot of people who are ACC fans or just, you know, people on the East Coast in general just – fucking hate Narduzzi and I'm one of them. He's, <laughs> he's a prick. But um, but yeah, so I mean, long story short, like I think you and I are both going to take Syracuse straight up on this. Uh, for yeah. down with the Pickness, they were my against the spread dog. I took them plus three and a half, uh, which is what I got on FanDuel. And then EOS actually took them money line as well, I think, with a plus 160 payout. He has money line favorite on here, but that doesn't exactly make sense. So I'm going to assume he meant money line dog. Um, okay. Yeah. And then next up, the game of the week. This is going to be the, uh, the, this might be the swan song for, uh, for the song on CBS for the SEC. Um, number one, Tennessee at number three, Georgia. Yep. That's just going to be an electric game. I'm so excited for that one. Between I the know, edges, that's going to be wait. just absolute mayhem, I think. Have you seen I some of the, wait. have you seen the price of these tickets? Dude, uh, no, I have not, but I'm looking at this outline. <laughs> we are out of control. Most expensive regular season ticket in like since they've started tracking that. Six hundred twenty six really? yeah, six hundred and twenty six dollars 
according to front office sports. Although Bennett said he checked StubHub and there were tickets for 500 bucks. So yeah. that obviously, you know, that front office sports tweet was from a couple of days ago. So stuff might have settled down a little bit. Right. Regardless, that's probably Damn. for a fucking nosebleed. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, that's wild. I did not know that is, you know, the most expensive regular season ticket price ever. So that's pretty that's pretty fucking nuts. Um, considering, you know, some of the number one, two matchups yeah. that we've seen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, it, this game has all the hype. I just really hope it lives up to it. Kind of surprised to see the spread here. Um, Ace a lot for what I yeah. was, what I was anticipating. I think at one point they, I think they opened it as 10 point favorites or 10 and a half point favorites. So it's come down a little bit, I think. Damn. So I, th- I think that tells you a lot of the action is on Tennessee as of right now, but yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, both teams, both teams is looking really good. I would argue Tennessee. I mean, I think Tennessee looks better, and I think obviously the playoff committee agrees with that. Georgia's yeah. had a couple stumbles against you know like Mizzou and everything like that. So, um, it's it that is going to be a really tough matchup for both teams because I think Tennessee's weakness is up front on the offensive and defensive lines. Mm-hmm. And Georgia can dominate that if they really if if they're able to get those guys going. Yeah, and you know, uh, <clears throat> I'm not going to be I'm not going to be sitting here saying that you know our defensive line is better than Georgia's, but going into the Tennessee LSU game, you know, I remember hearing all about how our defensive line is so much better than our than their offensive line. Yeah, and you know, we didn't even record one sack that whole game. So, yeah. um. So I, I think Tennessee's offensive line can step up when they need to, um, even mm-hmm. if they're not a you know solid unit. But uh, like it was evident in that uh, Alabama game, you know they they handled Will Anderson and them pretty well. You know they lost some here and there, but that's what you're yeah. going to do with Will Anderson. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, I, this one's tough for me. This one's really tough to pick. It's. I, I'm riding with the I'm riding Vol Nation Nation. Like yeah, that's yeah. I'm taking them as my money line dog for down to pitness this week. Plus two forty five payout. It's mm-hmm. probably a dumb bet, but it beats betting on the Irish because I think that would be my money line dog otherwise. And Tennessee, I think their offense is just gonna be able to get points up. And I think the question mark for Georgia is can they keep up with what Tennessee can do on offense? Yeah. No, I'll I'll agree with you. Um Hennon Hooker is just on a fucking tear right now, and you know, I, I he's obviously the better quarterback. Um, yeah, I don't think anybody's down that at all. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I think I think you know he can make more plays to win the game than uh, I think I he's gonna make. He's gonna yeah, I think he's gonna make more plays to win the games. Yeah. Um, so I, I I think I think I'm gonna get to take Tennessee here. With you, um, if they if they knock off Bama and Georgia this season, I think regardless of what happened the rest of the season, this would be like the just pinnacle oh, the, for Tennessee Volunteer fans. Oh, absolutely! I mean, they, this would be the best season they've ever had. Yeah, I, I you know, I, it, I'm not going to start that conversation, but I did see some uh, you know numbers through the same amount of games mm-hmm. with the LSU. Yeah, uh, 2019, and they're very, very similar. So in terms of the offensive um, production, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just you know about where where college football is at right now, like what the peak offense will can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and and if you have the premier offense in college football, then it, it's really hard, no matter how good your defense is, to 
slowed that down. Yeah, because you're going to lose eventually. Like, yeah, yeah. We could get surprised. Georgia may just <laughs> Georgia might just clamp down. Like, yeah, it, it's definitely possible. But you know, the point total is at sixty six and a half. So I don't think Vegas thinks that's going to happen. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can see it being like 24-21, honestly. I mean if if both defenses show up, honestly, it, yeah. it, it very well could be. But I am taking the Vols uh, money line here. And then uh looks like Spome is also taking the Vols money line. Has me a little concerned. Uh yeah. <laughs> and then Simi's taking the over on sixty six and a half, which I think is a pretty good play. I think Tennessee's defense is definitely like their their weakness there. So Georgia yeah. should be able to put up at least some points. Yeah. I'll agree with you there. Um, I would still personally, I'm going to take the under. Um, you think? Yeah, if, if I were betting, you know, I would take the under. Uh, I, I just don't see it being that much of a you know shootout. Um, you think? Yeah, uh, just because like there's so there's so much hype going in this game mm-hmm. that it's it's gonna you know it's it's like. It, it, the first quarter, there's going to be so many nerves on the line. You know, it's, it's like playing in a championship, you know. Yeah. So, um, I mean, basically it would be because the winner of this game yeah. is going to go to the SEC championship game. Like, Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, everything else is in front of them. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it, it this, seem, this just feels like one of those games where it's going to be a slow start. And then, you know, the second half is going to blow up a little bit. Um, th- yeah. I think what makes me feel better about taking Tennessee is the fact that they didn't drop off against Kentucky. They were not looking yeah. ahead. They weren't looking too far past what was in front of them. They actually took care of business. And I think that just makes me feel a lot better about taking the balls than if they would have like struggled or if it would have been like a close game or anything like that. That right. would have had me hesitating. Yeah. It, and, you know, it's just great because that just shows good coaching, you know, mm-hmm. uh, keeping the guys focused on what's ahead of them, you know, each week, game by game. Yep. And uh, it's just great going to see him against Kirby. So Heupel's done uh, a great job there. Just, yeah. 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 Crazy, so, crazy turnaround. Really looking forward to this one. This is my must watch game of the week. Like just, I don't, yeah. I, it should be everybody. It's just the number one team and the number three team. Like that shouldn't even be a question at this point. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, Next, uh, just a couple of other of the games in this afternoon slate. <clears throat> Baylor at Oklahoma. Um, this one, I think, has the potential to be a pretty solid Oklahoma win, but Baylor's looked pretty competent at times. It's all going to depend on you know what Venables can do, especially at home. I like the suitors on this. It's a three-and-a-half-point spread. I'm, I would take them with this. Just with The home field, I think, is going to help them out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I think personally, I think I'm going to go Baylor. Um, this is just screams Baylor upset, or yeah. I guess it's an upset. Um, Baylor upset feels yeah, like. I know they're they're pretty much in the same position as far as you know perception. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, I, I think I'm going to go Baylor. It just I got to yeah, it com- just feels feels right. Yeah, completely get that. Uh, for some of our other guys, Bennett is taking Baylor plus three and a half, so he's kind of riding with you on that one. And then EOS is taking them under sixty-one and a half point total, which that surprises me that it was that I, that feels low to me. Mm-hmm. But this could be something where Oklahoma struggles on offense or Baylor struggles on offense, even. So I mean, I, I could see it possibly happening there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other game we've got is uh, number eight Oregon going to Colorado. Uh, this is going to be just an execution. 
Yeah. <laughs> Firing squad. Line him up. Yeah. Oregon might. So the line is 63. Oregon, that might be an underbuster for Oregon, honestly. If Bo, if Bo Nix does his thing and yeah. Oregon's defense does their thing, like Colorado might be the, they're, they're probably the one of the worst teams on the mainland in terms of the FBS. Like, Obviously, you've got like your UConn's now. I shit. I might take UConn if they played Colorado. <laughs> like <laughs> Colorado is just abysmal to watch. Yeah, uh, don't go up there for watching college football. Go up there to ski. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> buffs aren't doing any, any favors right now, but uh, yeah, I'm taking Oregon. Yep. Same here. Um, not much debate there. I mean, even nope. if they have a bad Bo Nix, and you know we've seen a bad Bo Nix, they're still going to beat Colorado. Yeah. So, uh, the night slate, you know, I afternoon slate has the best game. I think yeah. the night slate is probably the strongest of the three time slots, though, just with the amount of actual quality games here. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to start with uh, the one that I'm going to care about the most and the one I'm going to be watching, unfortunately. Uh, number four, Clemson Tigers heading up to South Bend, playing Notre Dame. Uh, three and a half point favorites, the Tigers are. So, um, that's tough. Tough look for the Irish uh, off of a pretty, pretty rocky season. They're kind of in the same boat that Texas Tech has been, where they have multiple ranked wins, but they just have dropped the ball against inferior competition. It's absolutely blows my mind. Like they, they have they handed North Carolina their only loss, and it was a convincing loss. Same with yeah. Syracuse. Like they, yeah, pretty convincingly beat both of those teams, but. There's still a lot of questions, and I don't think I don't think it's going to happen here. Um, Bennett says uh, he cleansed him by two scores, and although I was initially kind of mad at that, I could <laughs> nine points is also two scores, and I could see that happening. So, like, it's just a really tough ask for them because of Drew Pine being the quarterback right now. He he locks in on Michael Mayer, and everybody knows it. Clemson mm-hmm. knows it. Like one of their cornerbacks just said, hey, he just locked, like, just look for 87. You know, they're going to 87. So, like, I mean, Michael Mayer, in my opinion, is the best tight end in football. It's him and Bowers, 1A, one, 1B. One one like, uh, Bowers is very good too. I'm, I'm biased towards Mayer, assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. But when you have a quarterback that just isn't necessarily what you want in a power five quarterback, like, he is going to lock in on a tight end. Tight ends are safety valves at all levels. Mm-hmm. Like he's Drew Pine has missed multiple wide open touchdown throws because he's been locked in on Mayer so much. And it's just Clemson is going to be able to take advantage of that. Yeah. Um, I'm really rooting for Notre Dame here. Oh, just, me, t- me too. I, I, mean, I, I know you are. I know you are, but, <laughs> but I just need to see Clemson lose. Um, they are vulnerable. That's the thing. They, yeah. they are a vulnerable team that I think if they do make the playoff, they're going to get exposed. I just don't know if Notre Dame is going to be the team that's able to do it. They have a chance. What yeah. I will say, so from what I've been reading on the about like the weather and everything like that, uh, supposed to be potential wind gusts of up to like 30 miles an hour and some rain before the game. So I'm taking the uh, – this is from my down with the picnics. I'm taking the under on this. It's at 44 and a half. Yeah. I think that is go- – I think they're going to be pretty far under that, honestly, just because of how that weather is going to be. Um Notre Dame is going to have to be able to efficiently run the ball, and Clemson's D-line is out of this world. Like, I just don't see it happening. I'm, I would take Clemson if I was betting on this game itself. But yeah. 
No, there's a there is a path for Notre Dame to win this ball game if the defense can make DJU make mistakes. If they can force short fields, that Pine is able to do a little bit of damage. Like uh-huh. that, that is their path that w- that they can win this game. But if Clemson's able to put long drives together, and if Notre Dame gets bad field position to start, like it is just going to be just brutal f- to watch. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, uh... I was excited. I was so looking forward to this game before the season started. Like this was the <laughs> yeah. one. Besides the Ohio State game, this was the one where I was like, I want to be at this game, and I yeah. talked. Talk to family and friends about going to this game. And then, you know, after that Marshall loss and then the Stanford yeah. loss, I was like, okay, maybe uh, maybe it's a good thing we didn't get tickets yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's sold out, yeah. though. It is sold out. So, I mean, it's going to be okay. – the stadium's going to be rocking, but – Night game, yeah. yeah. So um, there's always a chance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I mean, it, you know, it is a down year for Clemson. So, like, it, it just screams slip up for them. Yeah. I Cle- mean, Clemson has weaknesses that can be exploited. Like I think their defensive backs yeah. have not been up to the level that they have been in the past for Clemson. And obviously DJU is very volatile. Notre Dame yeah. has a good defense. Like Notre Dame's defense could clamp down on Clemson's offense. Yeah. Hey, and you better hope they don't bench him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If Klubnik comes in, it's game over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you, you just need him to do bad enough to where he's, he's still on the field, but yeah. not too bad. Yeah. Uh, it's like that scene. No, but, it's, it's like that scene at the end of like the Incredibles where they're telling the kid to like run faster, but not too yeah, fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Do bad, but not uh, do, don't do too badly. Right. Right. Uh, so yeah, I mean like it, uh, this is just a tough one. Um, I mean, obviously, from an outside perspective, this is just one of those games that you, you that I would see, you know, late at night, be like, "Holy shit, Notre Dame beat Clemson tonight!" Like, this just screams that type of game. Yeah, I should say. Um, I hope. I I hope they can make it at least an interesting game, especially with it being on prime time. Like, yeah. Oh, between being a Bears fan and being a Notre Dame fan, I am so sick of just getting embarrassed on prime time. And <laughs> yeah. They did okay against Ohio State. Like they they held their own against no, Ohio yeah, State. No, that, like the Bears kicked they, the shit they, out of the Patriots on Monday night yeah. football. That was awesome. <laughs> uh-huh. But like I'm just so used to these types of games just going so poorly and I, yeah. I just have a hard time seeing like I How's like the, I, what's like the I, hype level at? For another like, game, uh, yeah, I mean, are there fans? Is it bleak or like are they fans that like you know are thinking that y'all are gonna upset? If, like I said, I think most Notre Dame fans think that there's a path to beating them and there's there's a chance, but I think most Notre Dame fans kind of know the score here. Like, I think it's it's yeah. still gonna be pretty rowdy atmosphere and everything like that, but uh, I think most Notre Dame fans are expecting what we've kind of talked about here. I gotcha. So. The uh, so yeah, the point total is uh, forty four and a half. I'm taking the under on that one, just between the weather and just what these teams look like overall. I think it's yeah. going to be a pretty low scoring game, going to be a pretty ugly game, which I'm here for. Like if if Notre Dame can make it muddy with Kansas, I, that's I or not Kansas with the Clemson. I think that's their best shot. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll agree. Um, you really need a, a trench battle here. Yeah. Notre Dame's got to be able to win some battles against Clemson's D line. Like that's that's going to be mm-hmm. the key. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's enough about that game. Uh, next up, we've got a top 25 matchup between number 24, Texas and number 13, Kansas state who are two and a half point underdogs at home. 
That's surprising. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, considering where Kansas State is at this season. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, Texas is – you don't know what you're going to get out of them each week. Um, mm-hmm. They could come in and look like one of the best teams in the country or they can Gets shit the bad. bed. Yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, I think I'm still going to take Kansas State here with the points. Um, or – money or straight up you know uh so um yeah i mean i i just don't think i don't think yours is on that consistent level yet no which like i don't think that's an indictment on yours in any way like he he has shown that he can do it and i think that's enough that you need to see out of him for a first campaign yeah Um, yeah and and that's good enough to build off of going mm -hmm. into next year or the year after that so you know which they still – that's going to be incredible to watch what happens between Ewers and Arch. Like I know. I know. I, I'm, I'm, I, Bennett thinks he's not He's not going to stick to that commitment. Bennett thinks he's going to flip. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, but it, it also goes against, you know, the Mannings. That's my thing. Like, it just does not seem yeah. like a Manning thing. Yeah. That's going to be yeah, interesting, no, I, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kansas state looks like a much more consistent team than Texas has this season. And they're at home. I'm, I would take Kansas on this one uh, or not Kansas, Kansas state. Uh, this is my, this is my over uh, 54 and a half points. Seems pretty low for what these teams can do, especially if viewers is on, I feel like that's going to be a pretty comfortable over, um, mm-hmm. you know, Adrian Martinez is able to do some stuff there. Uh well, you know, like I, I don't understand why this line is what it is. Uh, I would take them as the money line dog for sure, which Bennett and Spomer both did. Uh, plus one eighteen. So for our down with the pickness, the minimum threshold for money line underdogs is uh, plus one fifteen. So they uh, uh, went as uh, low yeah. as possible there. But yeah. take advantage of a line like this. Like it, it feels like a rat line to me. Yeah. No, I'll agree with you. Uh, it's, it's pretty weird that you know they have them set that way agreed next up we've got the one that i think i'm gonna let you take the floor with uh number six alabama going to death valley nighttime playing the number 10 lsu tigers who are 13 and a half point underdogs uh gray how you feeling about this one uh all right i am very nervous so i i've been on a emotional roller coaster since the old miss game um Going, you know, in preparation, like we had a bye week this past week. Uh, so just all weekend, I just spent thinking about it, you know, for the most part. Like, you know, one minute I'm like, ah, I think we can do it. We've got, you know, running quarterback. That's what it takes to beat Bama. But um, at the same time, dude, it, it, I, I just don't think we're on that level yet. Um, you know, like, it, I, it, it's it, this game is just so hard to fucking predict for an LSU fan, like or like you know just because even going into 2019 that Alabama game, I was still very nervous about it because we just came off of being shut out two years in a row, even with Joe Burrow in 2018. So um, and that was at home. So I, I feel I just feel like we play better at Bama than we do at home. Um, you know, and 
it's really going to have to be a lot on our offensive line. From what I saw, I think we're getting Dellinger back, which is huge. Um, we still got our two, you know, uh, one true freshman, one redshirt freshman tackles. Uh, it, it, really, this is just such an important game for the future of Jane Daniels. Because if he wins this game, no matter what happens the rest of the season, he is immortalized in LSU lore. Like, it, he will almost have a statue of him, you know. Like, it, it, it's crazy because it, if we win this game, then everything is in front of us. Like, we, you know, it, it, and me and my buddies had a debate, which I want to get your input on this. Um, so, say LSU wins this game, we went out. We play either Tennessee or Georgia in the championship game. Let's say Georgia barely beats Tennessee. We beat Georgia. Does Tennessee get in ahead of us? That's tough. That's a and, really good question. Um, I think they the, do. If you're the committee, then I would maybe say – Like our shit. best path Our best path is Tennessee beating Georgia and, and – yeah. Them winning out, us winning out, we beat Tennessee in the championship game, and then, you know, we go on. Um, yeah. I mean, the, and the, the problem is, is that you've also got – you've got you've got six undefeated teams. Like, yeah. That's the thing. Uh, yeah. You would, take yeah, out, yeah. you would take out two of those teams just by, by your scenario here with Tennessee and Georgia going out. The remaining undefeated teams could be Ohio State, Clemson – well, I guess no. I guess Michigan. Michigan one of those yeah. – one of those two teams are going to lose then too. So, I mean, there there's room there. I th- think it all depends on what happens in front of you though. I think there's a path. Like I do yeah. think if you guys beat Alabama and then I don't know, what does the rest of your guys' schedule look like? We play, we play Arkansas, then UAB, then A&M. Okay. So it's not as strong of a schedule as we thought it was going to be at the start of the season, at least, but Correct. still two of three power five matchups there in, yeah, it depends. And, you know, I think it depends on how you finish those. Honestly, like if yeah. you if you roll over your last three opponents after beating Alabama and then win in the SEC championship game, I feel like it would be very difficult to keep LSU out. Yeah, um, and you know, uh, you know, someone else brought up the point. Like, if say we, you know, say Georgia barely beats Tennessee, and then we go on beat Georgia. Georgia still only has one loss. Some people were, you know, some national pundits were saying Georgia and Tennessee might get in over LSU, even if we beat Georgia in the SEC championship game. But in my mind, there's no way in hell Georgia gets in above us if we beat them in the championship game, last game of the season. I think so. In that situation, I would say Georgia would still probably get – it depends on how bad they lose, honestly. like To it, us or – to Yeah. Yeah. Or whoever whoever plays you guys in the SEC championship game, yeah. if it's a close loss, I think that LSU and that team would be the one that gets in, regardless okay. of the losses there. Like okay. if you like, I don't think I don't think it's a situation where they would put a one loss team who's not in a conference championship game over you guys who have multiple. It would be multiple top ten wins at that point. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that's a good point. In you know. My counter to that is whenever Penn State beat Ohio State. Ohio yeah. State was one lost team, and they got in ahead of Penn State. You know, um, but Penn State probably didn't have the wins that we would have if we won out. Um, yeah. But yeah, so going back to this game, 
I think, again, though, I think it's a matter of how you finish. Like, yeah. I think the thing that was in Ohio State's favor was they came out and they just, you know, they they rolled and then Penn State ended up. Ohio State was a better team that year. Like, Right, right. You know, like <clears> they, they deserve to be in there because they proved it by making it. To, I think that was the year they won, huh? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Because they were the first um, seed, I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, I mean, but going back to this game. Uh, Big yeah, spread. I, yeah, big spread. Uh, I, I think we're. I think we'll cover that spread. I think it's going to be a close game. If I'm, I'm inclined honest. to, I'm inclined to agree. However, I have just received news that it's going to rain all day Saturday. Mm. So that changes it up a lot for Jane Daniels because yeah. he might not be able to scramble and make the cuts that he needs to make. True. In the pocket or you know leaving outside of the pocket. So that kind of worries me. Um, and yeah, uh, but it, it really comes down to can we put up the points um, that we need to? And uh, Chayton Daniels has been otherworldly since that Tennessee game. Yeah, I mean it, it's been night and day almost. You know he's make, he's each week he's getting better as a passer. Um, he's making better decisions on when to run. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a testament to how good Brian Kelly has his team set up right now. Like it. it it's crazy how we're in this position. Um, yeah, so uh, feeling pretty good about BK long term, then, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. We're, we're, update is good, but yeah, uh, yeah uh, it, this game is just it, it's I'm so it's worried. tough. Like I, so one thing that does worry me for LSU is that they this season at least they have kind of started off slow. Like they've been. It, if they, That's another thing. We've yeah. we've we've trailed every Power Five opponent in the first quarter. Yeah, against Bama. That's tough. Like, oh, we cannot, we cannot get down. We cannot have any special teams miscues. Can't be fumbling the, the opening kickoff. That's the tough one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, it was good against Ole Miss. Like, we it wasn't anything that we had. We had an offsides penalty on the opening kickoff. Uh, but other than that, yeah, it was, it was fine after that, but, uh, tell you what, if there was any, any Notre Dame coach, I was glad Brian Kelly took with him down to LSU. Yeah, Brian no Pauly. kidding, man. We're like, <laughs> this is the one guy you bring. And he's like, Oh, we got this great coach coming with me. Like, oh. no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, like, yeah, like you, and you know, we've won one of the last 10, so and it took Joe Burrow in the best college football team season of all time to do yeah, it. So, not great. So no. And it, but what I do like is that it, it, we have Brian Kelly coming in against Saban. Um, the only time Brian Kelly has seen Saban has been in the postseason. Um, yeah. Has so it gone like, well? No, it has not. It has not. But I could make an argument that our offense is better than either one of those offenses. Oh yeah, you make a very, very strong okay, argument. Okay, 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 okay. I didn't know how that. Would, yeah, I didn't know no. how that would be fared. But, no, um, but so it's just for a little basis off of that. Yeah, Notre yeah. Dame right now, their recruiting class for the twenty twenty three has like one top one hundred guy, like two top two other one, top one fifty guys, and a potential uh-huh. like three star that might get bumped up to a four. That's their best wide receiver recruiting class in modern recruiting history. Like that is their best class. So, yeah, they have not had weapons consistently mm-hmm. that like LSU has. Like, yeah, on the outside, like they 
they have not had perimeter speed. They have not had, just, they just haven't had what they need to get it done. So yeah, not, a, not an insult at all. Uh huh. One thing I'm interested in uh, watching is uh, Kayshawn's matchup with Eli Ricks. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I know they've been jawing at each other a little bit recently. Have they um, yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, it, it was crazy. Cause like a month ago, Eli Ricks hadn't played yet. Mm-hmm. And he posted, you know, he posted on his uh, Instagram story a picture of LSU, and it said, "I need a picture of him in his LSU jersey." And said, "I know what I need to do." And then he starts getting playing time at Bama. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So now he's getting more each week. He's gotten more and more playing time, and now he's a full time starter. So, um, yeah, it, that's going to be a fun matchup to watch. Um, going to be some bad blood there, obviously. Uh, just you know, it's a it's a big back. Feels Personal. like a big. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it, it feels like a huge backstab for LSU players. You like, hey, you went to Bama, man. Like, come yeah. on. Like, we 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 talk the, shit about them all year. The like, one school. Yes, that's the one school. Yeah. Um, you going over there to make them stronger? Okay. Uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it it's just it doesn't feel like our year, but it does at the same time. <laughs> like, it's just. It's weird, you know. It just depends on what mood I'm in. That I, I mean, how I yeah. feel about this game. It is tough because, like, the same team that's what rattled off a couple here, like they got dogged by Tennessee and they lost to Florida State. Like, it's been a very up and down team. So, and Alabama is a bad road team this year. Like, yeah. they have no, they they you know they almost lost to A and M. They're one play away from losing A and M. And like Texas too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Same with Texas and um, sloppy. They've been sloppy yeah. on the road, which is very interesting to see. So, yeah, if if I mean Death Valley, that's one of the most intimidating places to play in college football. Sold so out, yep. Sold out Friday, Saturday night game. It's a night game. We haven't had a night game all year. Uh, that crowd's going to be rocking. I think that. That's, oh yeah, oh, I think yeah. I think it's going to have an effect. Honestly. Oh, I, it will definitely have an effect. You know, like the LSU Bama night game at in Death Valley is always like I went there once I've been to that game once and that was the loudest game I've ever been to in my life out of yeah. any sporting event. Um, Cause it, even on like a random second down in the second quarter, we're yelling as loud as we can. Yeah. You going this week? So, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find a ticket. Uh, I thought I might've had a ticket lined up, but that fell through. Um, okay. It might just be a game time decision, but I'm still going, I'm going to be walking around tailgate. You're going to be there at least. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be there. Hope you, hope you get in, man. Yeah, yeah, me too, man. Uh, so, but yeah, circling that, back, that rain, that rain yeah. kind of has me worried. Yeah. yeah. So, circling back to the thirteen and a half point spread, do you think they're going to cover? Yes. Okay. Yes. I agree there. So, um, uh, the team. The biggest thing. The biggest thing. Sorry. The biggest thing is cannot have. We cannot let that early lead yeah. get you know get that out slow of hand. Start. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, slow start. We we have to come out on top. You know, mm. like we it's going to take a lot in that first quarter to decide whether or not I'll have a good, you know, image of how close it's going to be by two minutes into the game. Yeah. Really excited to watch that one though. Like that's going to be a really fun one to flip to while I'm watching Notre Dame and Clemson slug it out. Um, (laughs) I I tend to agree with you and I'm probably going to take LSU to cover on that one as well. Uh, I'll probably take the under on that just with what you're talking about with the weather and everything like that. Obviously yeah. it won't be raining by the time the game starts. It sounds like from what you were saying, but that's that field is going to make it tough for both Jaden Daniels and for Bryce young. Like Bryce young, isn't as much of a dual threat guy as you know, Daniels is, but right. He's still, that's still what he does as well. And like LSU, yeah. 
is going to have to get pressure on him. If they can get pressure on him, I think they could kind of force a couple of mistakes there. I think we will because I think Harold Perkins is going to play the whole game, and he is someone that's like a Will Anderson for Alabama, game, pretty much. Like, game breaker, yeah, yeah. Like he's going to make a game breaking play. Same with Will Anderson. You know, we're not going to be able to stop him every time, but mm-hmm. can you win most of the time? He's gonna, he's gonna make a sack and here and there, like make tackles for loss. Like everyone's saying it's a down year for him, but he's still second in the SEC in sacks, first in tackle for loss. So he's still doing what he does. Um, It's just not as prolific as it was last year. Yeah, for sure. And so, so, you know, Harold Perkins is going to make a play too. So it's going to be great to see how each one of them impacts the game. Yeah, that one's going to be just a lot of fun to watch. I mean, it's just a lot of bad blood. It's kind of like with Georgia, Tennessee. Like, there's a couple of really good games in the SEC this weekend. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, uh, this is – I'm nervous. Yeah. Nervous. <laughs> you can tell, man. You got yeah. the jitters and everything. It's, I, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's that's what being a fan's about, man. Oh, yeah. I placed uh, 15 on us winning it all last night. So, I'm – that's a good that's a good feeling on where i'm at part of that emotional roller coaster yeah yeah hey it's like a fucking three thousand five hundred dollar payout of a fucking, hey, you know the only time i bet is on teams i like so yeah shoot your shot man yeah yeah why not yeah some of these other games i mean we got a couple of pretty decent matchups here even if we didn't get a chance to talk in depth like florida state miami it's in-state rivalry it should still be pretty fun one to watch um yeah I like Florida State in this one. I think Miami's just kind of in shambles, honestly. And it's 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 a building process for Crystal Ball. Like, wasn't left in the best position, but he long term he's got some good foundational pieces that he can build with. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that they means, started out pretty strong too. Yeah, they did. It's a, you got to be able to build it. I think Crystal. I do think that they have a ceiling just because Crystal Ball has struggled with the X's and O's aspect of the game, like that's going to be something where he's going to have to be able to adapt in order to take Miami right to the guys. next level. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the spread's seven and a half. Uh, EOS for down with the Pickness has taken that, uh, taking Florida State in the points there. So Florida State, seven and a half point favorites. Um, I tend to agree with them. I think Norvell's done a pretty damn good job coaching up Florida State, and I think they're going to be able to- mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that. I think Florida State's going to win. Yeah, uh, team total is 53, which Bennett is taking the over on, and uh, I like that one a lot, too. I feel like this is going to be a pretty high-scoring game. Yeah. I mean, that's like that's like 28-25. Like, that's yeah, very yeah. reasonable. Yeah, especially for two ACC teams, you know. Exactly. Um, next up, we've got number five, Michigan, going to New Jersey. I don't know why Bennett put this one on the schedule. This one just seems like <laughs> Rutgers is about to get skull-fucked here. Like, it, yeah. Not even remotely entertaining game to watch. No. Yeah. No. Give me Michigan on that one all day. Yeah, I don't care what the spread is. Yeah, don't know what don't know what the spread yeah. is. Don't care. Give me Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh next up we've got Auburn, Mississippi State, Cadillac Williams first game as a head coach. That's gonna be fun. Uh mm-hmm. that's about all that's about all that's gonna be fun about this game, though. I think this is gonna be pretty <laughs> yeah. ugly. Um I'll take Auburn on this one though. I think they're gonna be an emotional. I think they're gonna be able to Team's gonna be able to pull together and be able to get a nice win out. Got a little um, chip on their shoulder, former players or coach. Yep. Yeah. Give Cadillac that dub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I, and, I'll I'll agree with you there. I think I'll take Auburn. Yeah. Uh next up, we've got an ACC top twenty five matchup. Number twenty one, Wake Forest going to number twenty two NC State. Um that I feel like this is gonna be a pretty damn good game, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's shaping out to be what is this a battle for second place? In the division. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yes. And probably, probably the conference too. I mean, besides, you know, the East going to the uh, championship, but well, uh, Carolina right now, they're seven and one. So they're oh, okay. 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 Until they lose another one, they're firmly in second place there. But, uh, but okay. yeah, I mean this for second in the division, like you never know. Clemson could collapse. Like it's, it's happened yeah. before. So uh, I like Wake in this one. Uh, they're four and a half point favorites. They they're my money mo- they're my money line favorite at minus one eighty payout. So um, I just I think Sam Hartman is better than what NC State can throw at him right now. NC State has not been as dominant as we thought they were going to be against non Clemson teams. So I think this is a good opportunity for Wake to take advantage. So I, I've got Wake on this one. Spomer's got uh, NC State. He's taking the points though. He got them plus four and a half here. So. Uh, you know, little, little division here of, between the contributors, but what, what's your thoughts on this one? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm taking Wake. Uh, I just think the quarterback play is, you know, yeah, significantly better. So that's normally where I stick with um, games stick I'm with not too familiar yeah. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good decision usually, that especially in college. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. If you have a good college quarterback, you can win any game. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we've got Arizona going to play the number 14 Utah Utes. Arizona put up a pretty damn good fight against SC last week. They uh, Jed Fish is doing a pretty pretty good job coaching those guys up down there. I think he's building something pretty nice. Don't know how high that he can really fly with that team just because, you know, it's Arizona. At the end of the day, there's only there's kind of a ceiling unless he's there for the long haul and can kind of really build them into a dominant program because – Arizona has some talent. Like it's not, you know, doesn't have as much talent as like California or any, you know, like Georgia or anything like that. But they've got a decent right. amount of talent that you could put together a pretty damn competitive team. So long term, I like what Jed Fish is doing a lot. Short term, give me Utah on this one. Like I think yeah. Utah is still just a really good ball team, and they're. they're I think it's going to be. This one might be a closer game than people are anticipating, but I I like Utah on this one. Yeah, I think I'll agree with you there, and I, I'll also agree with your um, st- sentiments about long term. Um, Arizona does have some good players, but the the thing is with Arizona is they can pick up some California guys that get overlooked. Yeah, exactly. They can poach California guys, and yeah. they can. And you know what? If Jed Fish is able to build a program, they can go in and they can fight it out with UCLA and USC. Like they can maybe yeah. pull one of the one or two of those guys away. So, I mean, yeah. I think there's definitely the bones there as long as the university buys in, which I mean, that's always the, that's always the key is if you can get the, the boosters and the university right. to buy in, like if you, if you can do that, you're going to be in a good spot. But um, yeah. 68 is the points total here. Bennett's taking the under on that one. Uh, I tend to agree. I, th- I think the under feels pretty, pretty safe there. Yeah. It feels like a 31, 21 game. Yeah. Utah. I would agree with that. Next up, we've got Cal heading to LA. Um, Number nine USC Trojans. Give me the Trojans. Cal's bad. Yeah, same here. The, yeah, Cal's not. Cal is not going to be the team to test USC like Utah did. So, um, yeah, SC, SC's got a tough finish to their schedule, in my opinion. Obviously, I'm a little biased on that because they finished their they finished their season uh, playing Notre Dame. But uh-huh. even after that, they've got they're going to have to deal with potentially Oregon. Or you know, shit, they might not even make it if Utah ends up winning out. Like it, it just got to figure out what's going to happen there with the Pac-12 South. But um, yeah. yeah, Cal's not going to be the team to test USC. Agreed. So last little note here for the games themselves: uh, Simi is standing in solidarity with Spomer, taking Nebraska as his money line underdog against 
Minnesota plus five hundred payout. Good for That's, good for yeah. Simi to <laughs> stand with him, but man, uh, I'm, I'm not gonna endorse that pick or anything. Like that. I, think, <laughs> I think Minnesota's probably gonna handle. It. And you know what? I could be wrong. Minnesota's been a really weird program this year, so maybe they'll. Yeah, I will say I am a, a fan of PJ Fleck. Yeah, Flex. I think Flex is a pretty damn good program builder. They just got to be able to get some pieces up on the up in the trenches there to actually uh-huh. execute seems, game plan. He seems like he'd be a really fun guy to play for. Yeah, I agree. He's got a lot of energy. He cares about the guys. Yeah, big time players coach. Yeah, yeah. All right, before we <laughs> sign off here, uh, in honor of Tennessee's win over Alabama and this big game they got coming up against the Georgia Bulldogs. One of our guys, Tumor, he was not able to hop on with us tonight, <clears throat> but he did have a little piece that he wanted me to read out verbatim. This is him. Uh, he asked me to do it in a Southern drawl. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going <laughs> to. I can't in good conscience try it. It's just not going to go well. So um, I'll take your word for it. I'm either going to lean too much into Farmer Fran or it's not going to sound uh, Southern at all. So. Uh, let's Let me, just, get, let's give us a uh, give us the first sentence in uh, Little Southern. Oh boy, fine. First sentence. All right. Dear rest of college football, check your thermostats because by God, it feels like ninety eight in here. Woo! <laughs> Can I get a go big orange? We're heading down to Athens, Georgia, to play sixty minutes of no mistake football, led by the second Heisman winning quarterback in Tennessee history, Hendon By God Hooker. That's right, folks. You know he gets his corn from a jar. (laughs) With offensive firepower, the likes this world has never seen. With two all-SEC wide receivers in Jalen Hyatt and Cedric the Entertainer Tillman, you know sparks are going to fly as they go straight to the rocky top of the SEC where it's home sweet home to me. I said it's great to be a Tennessee Vol. Georgia Bulldogs, you know there's only one dog we respect in this, and it ain't no ugly one like that. Our fierce-ass defensive line will make Stetson Bennett feel like he's trapped like a duck in a pen. Kirby ain't so smart anymore, are ya? We'll have no answer for the genius of Josh Heupel, and their fans will be barking mercy while we put up 50 points on them. Good old Rocky Top. Rocky Top, Tennessee. All right. Yeah, yeah oh, that was good. good. <laughs> that was good. That was a mouthful, but you got that, it That was there. a mouthful. That was, uh, yeah, that was definitely something. So thanks for that, Tumor. <laughs> but I think this is a good slate overall. Like, I, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've got two, yeah, at least, like, yeah. you've got, you know, one and two matchups in the SEC West and East playing this weekend. So, yeah, two top, two top 10 matchups going on uh, in the SEC alone. We've got, uh, we've got at least one good game in every slot. Like, that's going to be. Yeah. Well, I mean, Texas Tech TCU might not be the actual good one. That's the best one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Once we get past that noon slate, though, we're going to have some pretty good games that we can all flip between, which is going to be really exciting. I'm really looking forward to that Georgia, Ten- Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama, LSU. I mean, shit, even Wake and NC State are going to be good. But yeah, my eyes are going to be locked on Notre Dame on NBC, so uh, I'm going to have to flip to find some of those. But <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you have any big things that you're looking at outside of your game? Um, like what, what, what's the biggest thing that you were looking for in terms of just the college football landscape overall? Uh, just if Tennessee can get it done yeah. against Georgia, you know, um, if the hype is I mean, real. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, 
the hype is real just because of them beating Alabama. But damn, if they beat Alabama and Georgia in the same regular season, and then you know play either us or Alabama again, I I'm worried about Tennessee if they have to play Alabama again. Yeah. Um. Now, I just it's just so hard to beat a team twice. It is like you know, like going into the like if say we went out and we play Tennessee, I like our chances against Tennessee way more than I do against Georgia. Honestly, just because we you played them already. Just, yeah, and we got shit on. So like, it's just go, like going into the game, you know, fresh start. Like mm-hmm. for even for Tennessee, they have to throw that whole game plan out the window, um, just because we're such a different team than we were when we last played them. Yeah, but um, completely agree there. Yeah. So uh, oh, and last thing I did want to mention is pretty crazy that if we beat Alabama, we could still lose to Arkansas A and M and go to the championship, the SEC championship game. Because we would we would only have one SEC West loss, and Alabama would have two. Jeez, what about Ole Miss? Or no, we no, we would have two, uh, and they would only have. Well, yeah, I guess we need help from Ole Miss. Shit. So you yeah, need I mean, you would need Ole Miss to drop one too there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. D- definitely still have a path there, even if uh, as long <laughs> if you beat Alabama there. So yeah, SEC yeah, West going to be a little more down to the wire than I think we anticipated it being going in, which is uh-huh. awesome, honestly. Like, it, and it's funny because I was hesitant to pick LSU as second in the West, you know, last year. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we did, the, the, we did the preview. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, it's just crazy i did not expect this to be here um it's been a I'm great just, year of parody in college football honestly like i think we've oh seen absolutely dude. so much more movement and you know even if the result ends up being the same where it's one of these top four teams that we usually see like yeah just somewhat different man. they earned yeah, it like i feel yeah, this yeah, year yeah. it feels like they earned it yeah yeah no i would agree there i mean like you know like we were saying the Tier one is Tennessee, Ohio State, Georgia, and then tier two is fucking huge. Yeah. Tier two spreads out to like top twenty, like a lot it's, of tier. It, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like Fifteen, even like. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, yeah. it, it, it's it's crazy how how good everyone has stepped up this year. Um, it's been a good season. Yeah, it has. It's been a lot of fun so far. Um, yeah. You got yeah. anything else though, man? Like. No, I mean. For the most part, that's it, dude. Just a little nervous. Uh, hope it's not raining too much during the game. Hope it's not raining at, during the game at all. Um, chance of rain in Tiger Stadium, never. But, uh, yeah. Uh, go Tigers. I'm, go Tigers, baby. I'm I'm pumped for this game. Yeah. I cannot wait. Absolutely. Just geeked up to see how this one all ends up for all of us. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on with me, man. Thanks for talking it up. We're uh, – I think you and I are both really looking forward to everything that's going to go on, even though you're going to be a little busy to watch some of the other games, I think, which, uh, yeah, you know. no, I'll, I'll be watching that Tennessee Georgia game. We've got oh, yeah. tail, t- tent set up and TV set up. At oh, I'm sure someone's going to have that game on. Oh yeah. 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 So yeah. yeah. But yeah. Thanks for, th- thanks for coming on, man. Gr- great to have you on as always. And thank you all for listening in. Uh, feel free to follow us on Twitter at TNTCFB pod. Join us on the Discord, chop it up with us. I'm sure it's going to be pretty rowdy for a few of these games this weekend. Uh, Don't forget to like, review, subscribe, and share the pod. If you're liking what you're hearing, uh, feel free to leave any honest reviews. We're looking for them. So uh, thank you again. Have a good night. And don't tweet it, Fruits. Do it. Go Tigers, baby. Let's go. Go Irish. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Thanks. (laughs) 